0: Well, G'day everyone, and welcome to Life in the Peloton, presented by RAFA, our title sponsor. I'm Mitch Stocker, and I've got a different episode for you this week. We're back on the road, back to my first race of the season. I'm out doing the Otway Odyssey, 100k marathon mountain bike race, followed by a 100k gravel race. Again, I've got to say a massive thanks to RAFA for this, not for sponsoring the podcast this time, but for opening my eyes up to this new world of cycling. Back in 2019, Lockie Morton came on EF Pro Cycling Team to join me as a teammate, but Rafa came on board then too. They came on with this amazing idea as we now know as the alternate racing scene. Lockie sort of exploded the world, and my eyes too, to what you can do on two wheels that isn't professional road racing. I know this stuff has existed for ages, but it sort of opened my eyes up to it, and this year I've been able to sort of fall in love with cycling all over again. That happened down the Otway Odyssey. That coincidentally was on the same weekend as the opening weekend in Belgium, the opening weekend of the classics. And that's what I've drawn the direct correlation to. I don't want to go too much into this episode because what I've done is you're on the road with me. We're talking to people from this event. We're just sort of getting my emotions, my feelings. It's a bit of a document episode. It's, I don't know, let me know what you think about it. I found it so tough. I can't believe how hard I found this. It was so fun to do it. And this is the new world I'm in, this new peloton. But I tell you what, it certainly hasn't slowed down. Well, maybe I've slowed down. Who knows? Guys, I'm not going to tell you too much more. This story tells itself. Sit back on the road with me and enjoy this one. We're down at the Otway Odyssey, 100k mountain bike race, followed by 100k gravel race down in the Otway region, Victoria. I hope you guys enjoy this one. Here we go. Well, here we are. Um, I'm back in the car again, driving to a race. Would you believe it? A little bit different this time. I'm heading down to the Otway Odyssey. That's a 100k mountain bike race. Followed by, I think, 94k gravel race the next day all down in the Otways, Um, I'm driving myself in my own car, and a much more vigorous packing job, because I was like, well, there's no team there, there's no one there to back me up, there's, you know, I've got to bring everything myself, so, I know everyone listening to this is probably just going, yeah, mate, welcome to the real world, that's how it is, but I'm so so not used to that, Um, I just had to pack my kit and everything else went there, uh, washed my bikes, packed my bikes in the car. So nice little reality shock to me. I'm happy though. I'm quite happy going to a race because it's all that stuff I just said makes it exciting for me. Um, it's new. It's a mountain bike race marathon. Um, I know I'm going to get my ass kicked. I'm nowhere near fit enough, but. That's how I want to approach it. I want to absorb this race, feel the atmosphere, and just go as hard as I can. Um, So anyway, I'm on the way, like I said, and uh, I'm going to try and pick up a few snippets along the way and see if there's anything interesting down there, and I guess you'll hear uh, my feelings from the race, my expectations, and how it all comes out of it. So here we go, race day number one. All right, we're here at the sign-on, I've got my numbers. I'm speaking to a couple of boys here who are g up for the 100 as well. Who am I speaking to here? Uh, my name's Jack. G'day, mate, and? I got Tom.
1: All right, you guys are ready for the 100. Have you been down here to the Otway before? Uh, I've done the 50K, must have been two years ago now. Uh, made it through that, so yeah, stepping up for the big challenge this year, which is exciting. Have
0: you done some training in preparation?
1: Uh, not enough, but um, feeling, feeling comfortable enough that we should be right to get through it. Oh. Even if it is six to seven hours, I think, so. Are
0: you feeling that comfortable? Well, you've been out just sort of plugging away, doing some long
2: dogs, have you? Oh, not long enough, but we'll see how we go. Mentally, you're ready. You're ready for a big day. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I haven't touched the mountain bike yet. <laughs> and I'm doing the 100 as well. We'll see how it goes. I've done a lot of kilometres on the road bike, but nothing on a mountain bike just yet. What about technically?
1: You, I've never raced down here. I've never ridden in the otways What's it like, technically? Uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Um technically it's it's pretty up and down there some really fast stuff i uh, know there's like the red carpet section which is just a glamour couple of k's of sort of fast but not overly technical sort of riding which is just yeah, loads of fun uh other than that i yeah haven't been up this way since well last time so yeah gonna be a well a quick reminder of what it's like out there tomorrow i think all right so what do you
0: like about the vibes of these sort of events especially this one like the the atmosphere of it
1: it's just
2: great seeing everyone um, turn out for something like this, especially after all the stuff we've been through lately. Um, having people just rock up and have a good time, I guess. Nice little vibe.
0: Are you guys doing the double? Are you doing the gravel tomorrow?
2: Uh, sadly not. We wanted to, but couldn't find any bikes to source that would be um, probably the right kind of ride for it. So You could have just done the mountain bike. I heard people do the mountain bike as
1: well. Yeah, I've heard that too, but um, not this year, annoyingly. Yeah, right. Yeah. Didn't organise accommodation either, which was a bit of a, a blunder. We... Didn't want to camp two nights in a row, I think, so... uh, But, yeah, one day is going to be hard enough. Alright, I'll see you guys out there tomorrow. Look forward to it. I'm
3: full. I've just eaten two slabs of lasagna. (laughs) I (laughs) didn't didn't have lunch. I didn't
4: have lunch. (laughs) Apart from the chicken burger.
0: Here we are, night before Otway Odyssey. I'm sitting here with my fellow teammates. Alan Aquani, Nina McCormack and wade wallace we've got a pretty sweet crew here for the first race and we've just had a feast of the titans haven't we we've had a homemade lasagna from nina and homemade homegrown veggies guys we're just picking the brains for me anyway what am i getting myself into wade you've opted out for the 50 <laughs> <laughs> told me back you- in the we spoke about you know, 18 months ago and you said, I'm training for the 100, we're gonna do it together. And last minute you pulled out and went to the 50. What's happened? Because of Albie
5: <laughs> and supporting his long COVID, I decided to go and support him and go in the 50. But two days ago, I sent an email, I'm back in the 100 because I just know the shame associated with finishing a 50 and even worse, not finishing a 50. And I'm in the 100. You're back in. I, I am I in the 100. I didn't know that. I am, I am. And no, it actually should... it's because most years, when I do the 100 you know I don't don't, I'm not a good starter I'm not really good finisher either but I always seem to come up to Phil Anderson and it's kind of like at the finish and ride in together with Phil this happened a a couple years now and it's sort of a little little bit of a um, I don't know a a thing that I kind of like coming in with a guy like that Mm. but Phil has COVID right now so Phil's not going to be in it so maybe I'm back to 50 I don't know
0: what, what In saying that, what's your advice then? Because it sounds like you start more reserved and finish strong. Is that a good a good sort of tactic? Um, no, I wouldn't say I start reserved.
5: I go as hard as I can. Okay. But I'm just not as fast as these guys who do go hard and keep that. But I seem to sort of... I think that self-regulates me to be able to finish strong. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's actually... You know, when I think about it, you do the 50 and... The, I don't know. There's, there would be something so missing from finishing the hundred and having everybody. You know, there's something that they've all shared together, and
3: you're not in on that. So, Albie,
0: why? Okay, you had COVID, but what else? Why
3: aren't you doing the fifty? I see. <laughs> Wade tells a different story. He <laughs> says he's doing the fifty because of I've had COVID. He called me and said, "How good is it when you you know you do the hundred? It's like I don't do the hundred ever again. The fifty would so much be so much better." How much, the 50 would be good and fun. He sold it to you. I was like, I oh, know. And actually I do have COVID. I had COVID. I've got long COVID. I've got extra, you know, stuff. I've, I've, I'm heavier you know, in, in a little ways. So, so yeah, 50 sound like a good idea. And then we get here tonight and you're prepping your bottles. Straight away it's like, mm, yeah, we're missing out on that excitement of the 100.
0: Nina, what, so you're actually doing just the gravel on sunday and you're going to be laughing at us when we wake up sunday morning and be like see i told you guys you don't need to do the mountain bike you can just do the gravel what's your idea have you done the gravel before
1: yes i did the 50 last year and this year i'm doing the 100. Wow. I, I suspect this one here is gonna, gonna use me as an excuse to go slow i'll just ride with nina today no i won't be doing
0: that tell me the stories about the hundred because what am i getting myself into you guys are laughing like i can't wait to see you get the cross the line and we're talking about 100k like i can do 100k on my ear it's going to be <laughs> fine like i've done 300k races what are you talking about 100k on a mountain bike's different math cuz
5: what would you say 20k an hour you'd be going well yeah. average yeah. so that's you know i usually finish in 5 hours and you going and the thing is, is there's no one to latch onto, no one to pace you. It's kind of alone out there too, a lot of the time, right? Unless you find your, you know, your other your person, but often I'm alone. I don't even know
0: there's a race going on. So it's up to you to push yourself, right? And Is that a good thing though? Because what I'm imagining is quite good. You get in your zone and whatever, but if you're in a good spot, if you're not in a good spot, it's hard.
5: Yeah, you start fumbling around, you don't know, have someone else to follow and sort of, you know, to,
0: to you know, motivate you, I guess. So... 100k is a long way, yeah.
3: What's the etiquette then, Albie? If I've got some guy behind me who wants to get past, just block him the whole time? Yeah, you stick your elbows out and just don't let him pass at all. No, you let him pass. You, you've got to let those fast. Unless you're sort of competitive and you you know, there's definite etiquette out on the track. There's, de- there's, I've learnt that. And if you're pushing hard, sure, you keep on pushing. But if you know that someone's way quicker than you right up your ass, then you go, okay, off you go. And you go, you stick with him, I'm going to stick with this guy. Two turns later, he's gone. He's like, no one, to use, no one is right on Mars. You know? Well,
0: we've just had a couple of beers, a bottle of wine, and we're into the second bottle of wine, a beautiful lasagna, and we're waiting for dessert. Typical pre-race meal. So let's just sit back and get ready for the big day. Wait, who we got?
6: Mitch. Mitch.
0: Oh, yeah, Mitch soon. Yeah, nice to meet you. Henry. Uh, Courtney. Courtney. Right, boys, you guys are in for the 100. First time? No, we're doing 50. 50? Is that why you're so relaxed here? Yeah,
2: shorties, yeah. Yeah, right. What are you feeling for today? I, I'm not prepared at all. I, can, I was supposed to give up the darts, and I've been smoking a pack a night every week this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you increased it. You're like, I'm getting close to the event. Night <laughs> shift, yeah, I'm not feeling good. So <laughs> it's going to be a painful day.
0: Why'd you sign up for this? To try and get
2: fit. (laughs) And
4: it has to happen. Clearly didn't work. Where are you, Henry? Yeah, we're just hanging on today,
0: going for a ride, and have a good time.
6: I would say much the same. Just a leisurely ride, get it done, enjoy it.
0: And the vibe out here, it's good, isn't it? Like, there's a bit of nerves. There's something about actually putting yourself down for something like this, opposed to just meeting up and going for a 50k mountain bike ride. I'm nervous.
2: Why am I nervous? Who cares? You know? That's it. Good to be here. You know, good to get out of bed nice and early and come and have a go. So, hopefully, you survive. See <laughs> so you for a beer after?
1: Yes. Yeah.
5: Mitch, you just finished the 100k mountain bike ride, which, what, two hours you thought it was going to take you? How did it feel? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. It was seriously hard. Like, it was so slow going. And... I realized how technically bad I am because anytime I went uphill, I just either ride across the guys or ride away from them. And as soon as it came to like twisty stuff, guys like, come and pass, come and pass. I was like, oh, shit.
5: Did a lot of that just feel unnecessary when there's like a road right beside you and you're twisting going about 5k an hour? And it was out. It was
0: out. Like at one point it was like out 4k. That cracked me. Yeah. I was like, is this... And I was talking to someone like, how far is this? I was like, losing my mind. I was like, I think it's actually 110. <laughs> I'm like, no way. Like, imagine doing another 10K now. Yeah, it was it was where, definitely hard. Uh, 1 to 10,
5: where would you rate it in terms of
0: like what you've done in your life? And I thought about that out there. I think a lot of it also has to do with it's the unknown for me so i've never done this before plus i'm just not trained for it so just all that added into it plus being a really tough event it's right up there like i want to say top 10 like, i was really on the the sledgehammer you know there's the, like this last bit the Sledgehammer's really yeah. steep and i was like oh, i'll just ride that both my hamstrings cramped <laughs> i've never cramped and i got off and i couldn't walk and i'm like what am i going to do I was A like cramp attack. Uh, I got that too. You attack. got me. I was like I've never cramped before. I'm like, "What? How am I cramping? How could I possibly be cramping?" So, did you have to get off and walk at all? On that bit. yeah, that bit. Yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bit I had to walk up the next pinch and then I was like I, I couldn't walk. So, you rode the sand? Which bit? Sand on the
3: sand, sand
0: yeah, on the sand Yeah, yeah. That was easy, man. <laughs> 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 that sort of stuff is better for me, like when it's less technical. And this is all broad power, you know? So, all right, thanks. All right, boys, we're back at the end of the 100. I've got my clothes on, so I'm slightly more recovered than you guys. Firstly, who am I speaking to here?
3: Daniel Quinn, and I've got my clothes on too.
0: <laughs> Bike clothes, yes. Uh, Lewis Greenhouch. Paul off. And guys, that was a hell of a day. How did you guys get through?
3: Uh, I didn't really, I sort of... Just grovelled the last 15 k's and staggered to the end.
4: What were the favourite bits?
3: Oh, definitely the middle loop. Um, I loved the yeah, that flow and the yeah, and I was feeling good then, so that was good.
4: How about you? Uh, well, this is my first upway odyssey, and I think I was completely hoodwinked because everyone said it was 2,000 meters of climbing, and less than 100 k's, and it was just one that kept on going and going, but. Yeah, it's just one of those races where you absolutely cook yourself. You just get in the box and get on with it.
0: That's such a funny thing. How much were you not concerned about the details before it started? But then all of a sudden when you're on this last loop, I was just like, is this 100k? How many altitude metres is it? I was like completely obsessed with the details. Every 100 metres counts at that point. Every 100 metres. I was like asking everyone around me. Some guy joked with me, he's like, it's actually 110. I was like, seriously,
3: is it? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Lewis was doing that to me, he, just, he didn't have the altitude on his Garmin and he kept on asking me and I was nearly telling him to piss off because I, I was shitting me so
0: much. <laughs> I actually, looking back at it, yeah, I have to agree that the middle loop was pretty sick. It was hard though, like, looking down and seeing the Ks sort of like, literally crawl by. Um, I think the ideal distance for me would be like 75k or something, what do you guys think? I'd like the
3: 75k, but then would you just go harder and you'd be cooked at 50k?
4: Yeah, look, I've got to say, like, the last 20k's was absolutely brutal, but it was probably the most rewarding bet, to be honest. Because if it would have finished at 75, I don't think I would have dug as deep, but I can certainly walk away thinking that I gave it every little ounce of energy and determination I got in my body. I couldn't have given it any more. So I'm, yeah, pretty happy with that effort.
0: What about the vibe out there with all the with all the other riders and being back here at the sort of village? It's pretty cool, these little events, aren't they?
2: Uh,
5: classic support from everywhere. It's a bloody great time. And you feel it, but do it again. Maybe not tomorrow, though. Are
0: you backing up tomorrow? <laughs>
5: no. <laughs> <laughs> not. I did it a couple of years ago,
0: and no, never again. I am. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have fun. Uh, he's speaking with Derek. Derek. So we got the first climb on the 100k loop, and all the big hitters are there. And I was like, oh, I reckon I can hang on up the first climb. I look across, everyone's on these sweet mountain bikes. Derek's on a full cross bike. First yeah. I noticed the bars, and then I was like, hang on, is that a cross bike? Tell me about it, mate. 100k epic, epic mountain bike race, and you've done it on the crossy. Yeah, just
4: couldn't find a couldn't find a Julian time and. I work in a bike store and we're all out of stock of bikes, so I thought, you know, may as well jump on the Specialized Crux and give it a good, give it a hot crack. Yeah.
0: Run me through the tech. What did you set it up with? What sort of
4: tires? Uh, so I'm running 47s, uh, 47 Roombus tires, tubeless, and that, that they were perfect. But I was arm and an about running uh, the SRAM Eagle at the rear and ended up running the 44 instead uh, on on the Force force axis and that was definitely not enough so yeah it was a good time was it brutal out there how was it for you some bits were actually pretty easy uh the roots really started to take their toll in the second half of the race just pummeling my shoulders and my 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 triceps so by the end of it i was feeling pretty sorry for myself so yeah how'd you find the last loop i found that so brutal yeah definitely the hardest bit Um, suspension is 100% 100% required if you want to have half of a good time on this race. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> Loved it, though. Here with uh, frequent guests now on Life in the Peloton, Peter Mullins. And we're out at the Otway Odyssey. We talked about this on the podcast. And how was
6: it?
7: It was... I've done... This is my 13th Odyssey. Is it? Yeah, I know. Oh. I'm old. <laughs> it's my 13th Odyssey. I think it was probably my hardest, but maybe hand-in-hand hand with the fact that I'm probably not going as well as I'm normally going but second today behind Beck felt like a win, I reckon.
0: I spoke to Chris Yongawad who's also got a bunch of I think six or something wins here he said also was the hardest one he did but he did say the same thing as you potentially he's not as fit but I think my first was the hardest I've ever done and I agree it was a hard course.
7: Yeah I think it doesn't matter whether you're fit mid pack at the back it's hard for everybody Mm. like The slower you are, the longer you're on course, the harder it becomes throughout the day. It's five and a half hours of just maximum effort. Yeah, I had, like, nutrition-wise, I had ten gels, had five bottles, one Coke, one water, three carbs. Mm. Yeah, now I'm in line for hot dogs and pizza.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What part did you like about today?
7: Uh, I love the single track, and that's kind of where I separate myself from the other girls on the podium Mm. so that's my favorite part but I mean it wouldn't be the odyssey without 3,000 meters of climbing Mm. that's what makes it such a beast of an event
0: break it up for everyone who doesn't know how it works here it's three separate loops and we all come back through the finish which is quite cool actually because you get a sense of achievement imagine you did just one big 100k loop you'd be like oh my gosh I'm never going to be able to do it I could break it down
7: Yeah, it makes it easy to pull out too (laughs) when you're coming through the start finish. Now I I always say I, I race the first loop, I ride the second loop which is always the single track. And then I just survived the third loop. Mm. You just don't know how your body's going to be at the end of five hours of riding.
4: Third loop was brutal. Yeah.
7: Yeah, that was. I mean, that climb just didn't end. No. I had it actually up on my wahoo. I was waiting for that top corner, but even the descent didn't. didn't give me the joy a descent normally gives me.
0: It was a horrible descent. Did you walk up the sledgehammer, or did you ride it?
7: Uh, normally, I've actually ridden it in previous years, but it's usually earlier in the earlier in the race. But I was walking up, and my calves were cramping so bad I couldn't even walk on my toes. I had to walk flat-footed. I didn't know if I was going to make it to the top.
0: I have never cramped in a race, and I went up there, both my hamstrings cramped. So I got off the bike, went to walk, couldn't walk. So I'm like, what am I going to do? I had to just get back on and just cramp it out right up there.
7: Just brings you to a different level. Like you just feel like a normal, everyday person. You've been a professional bike rider, and then you're walking up this hill cramping.
0: (laughs) It was an amazing event. so i'm just driving back after completing the otway odyssey 100 marathon mountain bike race and i'm actually drawing a lot of similarities to the opening weekend over in belgium kicking off saturday today well actually tonight in australian time but it's the same weekend and i'm doing a double day race as well i'm doing the mountain bike race and then the gravel race tomorrow and it's weirdly got the same sort of feel i think could be really wrong but it's like the hard one first you know straight into it the mountain bike the unknown i haven't been racing for a long time a lot of guys have been on the classics this unknown the opening weekend it's the opening weekend for me and tomorrow is going to be my kerner um the 100k gravel which will be Less stressful than today, but still hard in its own way. Um, yeah, it was so hard there today. Oh, top 12 hardest things I've done on a bike. I'm gonna say it doesn't quite get in the top 10, but it was just so hard. It didn't help that I wasn't prepared. I haven't been training for something like that. I've been ticking it along, and yeah, you might be thinking, yeah, you got the World Tour and all this sort of stuff, but You still need to sharpen the sword up or, you know, tune the engine a bit. And I haven't been doing that. I've just been staying fit. And it doesn't help that I'm not technically that good on the mountain bike. Um, (laughs) So I was doing doing things the hard way. I didn't crash. It's a big positive. Um, And I'm starting to see the good side of it about two hours after the finish. Oh, for the last two hours, it's just... Very similar to a, a classic. You get in the bus and you think, what the hell was that? And then a few hours later you think, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't actually too bad. It's beautiful. Oh, we're on the famous road back up from Apollo Bay to Forest for day two, Kern of Brussels Kern. Oh sorry, I mean uh 100k gravel and i am feeling like i have done almost hit news blood yesterday my legs are sore my back's a bit oh achy i'm sitting in the car with wade wade wallace wade how do you feel after that big 75 yesterday mate
5: yeah the 75 was the event to uh to to win and and i think we did that and (laughs) but um i was pretty broken and until I had a couple cups of coffee this morning, I didn't think I was gonna do it, but it's a miraculous what coffee does. And I'm now that the rain is cleared and we're on dry roads, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. It's, it's a fun day.
0: We did have rain right up until this point. It's amazing, it's weird, this road to forest, you just get rain or fog all the way up and then suddenly you get up and you're above it. Um, it's not really a good sign if we're starting and finishing here, is it? We gotta go down and come back. It's climbing today, isn't there?
5: Yeah, uh a bit of climbing, but it, it's kind of cool. It's uh, an enduro kind of format if you're familiar with the mountain bike enduro with its timed sections. So that really breaks the dynamic of it where it's like on and then everyone stops for a, a drink or even a coffee van I think is out there too. So it's pretty unique in that way and like even the, the people straggling will catch up with the, the good people and it's all very inclusive, this type of format. And not nearly as hard as
0: yesterday. (laughs) Famous last words. (laughs) Set the climbs. (laughs) Well, no, it's been a good little weekend so far, so let's get down to the start and um, unpack our bikes and get ready to rock and roll. 65 kilometers, stop, I guess it is. Covered in mud. I'm calling this the opening weekend because yesterday's Umlopet News Plan, the 100k mountain bike, and today's Kerner Brussels Kern. You've only done Kerner, haven't you? I've
4: only done Kerner. Yep. yep.
0: yep. You're the sprinter today. Uh, yeah, I'm just getting towed along, sitting in the wheels, and then I'll probably wait for the 3k
4: to go, and then solo off the front.
0: What do you think so far? Did you expect a grimy condition?
3: I expected
4: sunny, uh, clear skies. I and mean, It's just been a mud fest, no glasses, dirt in the eye, but loving it. Everyone's having a great time, so...
0: It's good. I should take a photo of your face after. What was your name? Nathan. Murphy.
7: Courtney Shell for Rock Salt Live Tram. How are you going? Yeah, good, thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a bit uh, bit lonely out there, but then you guys came along, so it was nice.
0: You lost Peter?
7: Yeah, I um, just rang her in the transition here, and she turned around and went back and waited for the donut van to open, and (laughs) is going home.
0: (laughs) What a weekie.
7: (laughs) Yeah, oh, well. I think um, I have a little bit of FOMO of her having donuts at the moment.
0: <laughs> I know, but we're past that point now. I'm feeling good because when at the other stop I was like, actually I'm only 35 k in, now we're like 65 yeah. and we've just got to get home now.
7: Yeah, we've just got to get up this last climb out of Y River and um, then we're home and host.
0: Beautiful.
4: <laughs>
0: I'm speaking with third of the day, Matt Bird, it was an epic race it was a gravel race but it was closest thing to a
2: road race i've experienced so far this year mate how was it out there i think it was the hardest road race i've ever done on a cross bike (laughs) um super slushy and just like cold the whole day lucky we were going as hard as we possibly could so we stayed pretty warm
0: (laughs) it was it was crazy for me because once we got to the top of that first climb very hard climb It was really bad weather and actually I was losing a lot of morale. I was like, this Mm. is just
2: a crap day. But we came on the coast and all of a sudden it was warm. The beach was there and my morale went through the roof. Yeah, I always forget how nice it is along the Great Ocean Road. Mm. It's probably one of the best places to ride. And tell me about the last climb. So today you could stop and regather because there was only timing points. Did you guys do that or did you guys just ride straight through all the stops? No, we stopped at all the timing points, which is nice. Um, Got to clean the glasses and get some water and a bit of food. And then the last climb just sort of split at the bottom and then we all rode as hard as we could to the top (laughs) and just in ones and twos. Was there a bit of respect in the stopping points, like everyone ready or everyone just sort of like pissed off when they got ready? No, it was pretty respectful. The secret to gravel racing is if you can leave 10 seconds after everyone else at the Uh, feed stop and then gain that 10 seconds back, you're effectively 10 seconds up the road. So did you know your position at the end or did you have to wait for the official timing to come in? Uh, Lucky they got live timing, and because it splits up so quickly into ones and twos, it's pretty easy to work out where you are roughly on the road. Yeah, okay. And now, what's next for you? Are you gonna go? Are you gonna continue to do all these gravel events, or are you gonna go back on the road? Uh, I think we'll stay doing the gravel, and then got a big season of cyclocross coming up. Hopefully, we get a national series this year, Um, so it should be a bit of fun.
0: Awesome, mate. Well, it's been a good vibe down here. I love the vibe, my first event. So
2: it's always like this, is it? Uh, it's my first time here, but it? it's excellent. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We've got the two softest guys in the whole event here. The 100Kers reduced to 75. And again today in the 100Kers pulled out the feed zone. We've got two non-finishers of the opening weekend. You guys, your classic season is in trouble. Tell me, Wade
5: race coming up in a couple of weeks and we don't want to peak too early so I think we're right on track
0: I would almost call that Paris Nice so you've got a stage race coming up yeah. in two weeks so Paris Nice is around the corner and i tell you if I had two DNFs in the opening weekend I'd be like I'm going to have to go home and just really turn the screws for Paris Nice because I wouldn't need to get through that
5: well, that was my first thought. That's what I said to Albie, is that, you know, this is probably good. Like, we'll just train through, and if anything, it really is going to knock me into gear. But then I realised the race is only two weeks away, so it's it's taper time.
0: <laughs> you should have dug deep today. Today could have been a good training day. Get some Ks in the legs. What what happened out there, Albie? You just, you know, you got to the top of that climb, and you just, you know, for lack of a better word, soft-cocked it.
3: Yeah, it could be seen that way, but... I see it slightly different. I think we went beyond and over yesterday, so we had to pull back a bit today. Because it was meant to be 50, we did 75 or 78, probably one of the hardest 78s for a little while. (laughs) And then today, just needed to back off with that little bit more just to sort of get get us going for the next two weeks. Don't want to peak too early.
0: Wade, tell me, about, tell me about the vibe today, because you noticed something different to other years. Generally, it's really big for the Otway 100, um, the Odyssey, and then the gravel event sort of dies away, but it's actually pumping. I'd almost say it's more busy than yesterday. Why? Well, I
5: think what they did was they put the 30k race today, so that meant like parents didn't have to choose between the, the, the 100k or whatever, the, the mountain bike race for themselves and their kids, right? So they they moved that today so that they could do them both, which is really good and adds to the vibe and good for the sponsors and and foot traffic around the village. Every year I see like, at first the gravel ride was all mountain bikes. The next year, a few more gravel bikes. Now, I think we were the only ones riding mountain bikes. So it was, uh, you could just see the progression of gravel racing in this country by, you know, that sort of barometer.
0: It was full on, it was absolutely full on. and I spoke to third place, yeah, Matt Bird. He got third. And he said it was just like full gas, you know, going up the climb, epic watts. I wish I knew all the watts he said, but it was some crazy numbers. But it's a real scene, isn't it? You know, this, the gravel scene, it's proper. Yeah.
3: It's kicking off. You know, Matt Bird, obviously, uh, but they definitely give it a, a red hot crack. And the good thing about this, the format is there is timed out zones. So you can chill out for a bit, race really hard, regroup, and then race hard again. And then, so you have two of those zones that you uh, get to sort of chill out for a bit. You know, just just
5: a testament to how hard yesterday was, that the winner of yesterday's race, Sam, he pulled out early. He did the 50k as well uh, with us, just behind us. Yeah. <laughs> and um, But he, he just left it all out there yesterday. And Peter Mullins as well turned around. She got second. She went so deep yesterday. And, like, those... You know, place getters just, um, they, they, they didn't have a lot left, so that's how hard it was.
0: What happened to uh, Mitch Docker out there? Did he um, get through both days?
3: Mitch, Mitch Docker did all right, considering yesterday was pretty amazing. But today I was expecting big things from Mitch. And unfortunately, a puncher early put him out of the race.
0: Strategic puncher, I like to call that. Protected the ego, didn't get dropped, so... How did you find the race, Mitch? How did how did, how did you feel your first gravel race back? It was quite tough, actually, like and I would have loved to have done it with fresh legs just to see how it would have gone. Um, I was very, very fatigued from yesterday, but I really enjoyed in terms of the once again the atmosphere. You know, I, I met some great people and for me that's it's really what it is about this year, and again I'm reminded of it, is that it's not just this. World Tour has to be that mentality of or even domestic racing or even continental race uh, pro continental or whatever you want to call it it's very singular mindset and you've got no time to talk to anyone or get to know them, you don't care but this is just, it's hard It's, and we're all going hard but there's moments where you just meet someone and just have a chat and you're still going hard next to them you're probably doing the threshold but you're having a chat and you're like alright i got to get going And it's just a new atmosphere doing the same thing and it's opening my eyes up to it, so.
5: They're here for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm, I'm buckled. I'm completely buckled, and I'm looking forward to having two days off. So,
6: who am I speaking with? Peter. Peter. Trebank. Yep. Did you do the 100k today? No, no, I did the 50. How'd you find it? Uh, it was tough. That uh, hill going up the uh, the Otways, it's a, a <laughs> heart destroyer. It was it was hell, wasn't it? it just kept kicking up, going on it, forever. It did, it did, and uh, yep, yeah, yeah, those 14% climbs in there, oh, kills. What would you think of that? Once you got to that drink stop at the top, you're like, okay,
0: I've made it. There was actually a few little surprising kickers on the way down, wasn't it? Uh,
6: yeah, yeah, it was. There was a little bit, but uh, no, I think uh, once you got to that rest stop, it was great coming down. Yeah. Do, a d- fun. do you do most of these events or is this the first time you've been here? First time. I made my bike during ISO last uh, last year, so I wanted to try uh, you know some, some events, so put my name down for this one a year ago, and here I am. It's a fantastic rig. What's going on what's with the saddle there? What I've never seen that before. It's called a Thudbuster suspension seat post. 70 mils of travel in there, so wow. keeps you nice and uh, nice and comfy. Big fat tires are running at 30 psi, so very plush ride. And how many
0: how many k's or how many hours can you get out a week to train? Are you preparing for these events? Or this is just something you did, you know? I prepare mentally.
6: Yeah, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> I haven't done that much uh, preparing. Uh, did a, a few rail trails around Melbourne and that sort of stuff, but nothing this serious. It's good fun. Fantastic. And what do you get out of an event like this and the atmosphere? What do you like about it? Oh, just seeing all uh, all the gravel grinder heads all in one spot is, is great. You don't see, I think in Melbourne, it's dominated by the roadies. so. You don't uh, you don't see many gravel grinders, and it's great to see everybody here and uh, and enjoying themselves. It's a different feel as an it? It's Awesome, so mate, great to chat to you. Thanks very much.
0: Well, I'm back here in the car again. This time I'm travelling home. Uh, bikes haven't been washed. Kid is still dirty, so yes, very different to what I'm used to. But opening weekend is done. Two race finishes. Um, that's about all I can say on the success side of things I punched today and in my eyes it was a bit of a blessing in disguise because it took the ego out of it I never got a chance to be dropped I had to stop fix my puncture and then ride the rest of the course out so I was, inevitably I was going to get dropped because these guys they move That's one thing I've definitely underestimated. You just assume you can just tap back into racing. But it has been a few months and I haven't prepared for racing. I've just stayed fit and you don't have it anymore. You know, you've got to, you underestimate the level of racing. And these guys are strong and they're ready. So it was a rude awakening, but it was, it was so enjoyable in, in many accounts. Like it was just like, it was so challenging i didn't have any hold on the situation i just had to do what i could to get through mental games bad weather fighting myself like what am i doing out here but then coming around the corner and going oh actually this is really cool i'm enjoying this and then just meeting different people you know i've really loved the atmosphere around the event and these events that i'm going to be in this is something that i tapped into a little bit last year when I was in Spain I, I went to a few of these events I thought it was just really cool you can go there don't think about it too much don't stress about it too much get in do the race as hard as you can at the end of it grab a beer have a chat to everyone and find out how their day was you know there's not this big build up or pressure or disappointment it's just just go for it have fun um, sure go as hard as you can so my news uh, Newsblad I'm in a good spot probably not the form that I need but um you know my opening weekend was great bring the season on now next up parry i guess well there we have it my opening weekend <laughs> what a tough weekend that was i totally underestimated that sounded like probably your biggest amateur out there but i really did have a great time i'm so excited about this season coming i get to do this stuff all year meet all these different people plus stay physically fit and on my limit the whole time it's not only challenging me technically with the mountain biking with gravel but physically it's just a such a different beast i really am enjoying meeting all the different people too because it's such a different vibe and i know you guys listening to this probably know about what i'm talking about well if you don't you got to go and check out some of these events that are on around australia or around the world i'm sure they're everywhere i know they're everywhere go and get involved they're really really fun i hope you like listen to my story anyway next week we're talking to trekkie johnson brendan johnson the winner of the 100k marathon race an epic mountain biker he's been australian mountain bike marathon champion third at the recent Australian road championships. He's got his own business as electrician. He cycles just as many hours as I did once when I was pro. I don't know how he fits it all in. I'm gonna have a chat to him on the Talking Loft next week just to understand a little bit more about him and about the types of people in this scene. It's really interesting and I love it. And he's a great guy. So that's gonna be next week on Talking Luft. This podcast doesn't happen with the massive support that we're getting from Rafa this year and also A massive thanks has got to go out to them like I said at the start of the episode for allowing me to see and take this opportunity to understand this different world of cycling that I never really knew as I grew up and now coming around full circle and understanding again the love of cycling that's what they're trying to do and I am really feeling it on the forefront it's awesome a big thanks goes out to Lara as well behind the scenes and of course Will Jones who pieces all these episodes together guys A big thanks for you listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next week, cheers. The music in this episode was composed by Pete Shelley. Cheers, mate.